That's two. Hi there. I'm Mike Morales. Uh, you are watching a special sipping off the cuff interview. That's right, folks. Not I'm not going to be doing all the talking, but I'm here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is Jay Silverman. And where are you, Jay? I'm out here in the middle of Southwest in Phoenix. <laughs> Tell hot me, how, how hot is it out there? And I'll compare it with mine. Uh, it's getting to be 110, but it's it's still early. It's a dry heat, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got something. It's supposed to be like 97 today, but the humidity kind of kind of gets up there in the 40s, you know, in the in the mid 40s. So you know, it's like being in Florida. But <laughs> anyway, um, you are meeting Jason Silverman, who is one of the newest. TJ's. He's one of our new tequila jockeys. Um, we have had an amazing year in 2020. I know that we're sitting here, we're, we're, we're social distance drinking, but we invented it 20 years ago. So we've been doing, this is nothing new for us, but I know Jason for, you know, for a long time, he was actually one of, uh, one of my, uh, one of my guest judges at my last tasting when I lived in New Mexico. But Jason, why don't you tell people um, before before pandemic, what were you doing? <laughs> Where were you? I let's see. I've worked in hotels in Arizona, but going back about fifteen or twenty years, um, I was a cook back then. I used to like to sip tequila all the time, and we got to know each other. And then I um, eventually it was really more of a hobby. But I eventually ended up working at a tequila bar for quite a long time and uh, agave. New York. New York, right? Yeah, we did about six years at Agave with Rocco's Tacos for a little while, and then Madre um, Mezcaleria, which is really fun. That was um, that was a great spot as well. So you've got a, Jason has a, a wide palette, and you may have seen him just recently, either on on Instagram if you follow. What's your Instagram? Is it is Senor it Jason? Silverman on Instagram? Senor Silverman, and you also have a YouTube channel, right? Also, Senor Silverman on YouTube, yeah. Well, that's easy. That's an easy one to remember. Fun cocktails you can learn. Cocktails, but but he also does, he's a great chef. Don't don't let him kid you. He was not a cook. He was a chef. This this guy is very talented with a with a wide palate. And and I couldn't think of anybody um, you know more fun. I mean, you and I have known each other for a, a long time. Um, you, I think originally you're from the Southwest, right? Is that is that correct or New York? Um, no, I'm from the I'm from Boston area, but my folks have been out here for like 20 years or more. So actually, going back to the 1990s, my sister went to ASU, so we kind of like made it our home base a long time ago. Yeah, that's why so, I'm from here. It's been yeah, a long time. You, I I remember one time. Um, uh, Jay was working at a uh, casino. It was a it was what, what the largest Indian casino in in that in the in that area, uh, and it was a real tourist attraction. I got to tell you, one of the best steaks I ever had was <laughs> was it was there. And um, uh, the other thing, Wahide. it was very well known out here. Yeah, what's it called? Go ahead and give. Uh, the, we were near the uh, Wild Horse Pass uh, Resort. There's a resort casino, and then the steakhouse Rawhide has been around for many, many years. It's a very popular attraction in Arizona. Well, that uh, uh, that one and uh, uh, it not is Talking Stick part of that complex, or is that another uh, another? They're uh, big. They're downtown with the arena, and then they have the big casino. But another fun fact about Rawhide: my wife and I actually met there. So, oh, really? 
for almost 11 years, but we met at Rawhide and around the same time that you came to visit that year in 2011. Yeah, I um, I lived in New Mexico at the time, and and what would ha- what had happened was I think uh, at that time there were there were two big tequila uh, shows, if I'm not mistaken. That's how that worked, and um, in that time, we uh, myself and a, a a good friend of mine we drove to to. The, the shows were in the San Diego area. Uh, well, actually, one was in Vegas, and then the other one was in San Diego within two days of each other. So we drove. That was the first time we'd actually been to to that particular show. And the old show was the first one was in the, at the Rio in Las Vegas, uh, which was kind of at the same time as Mexican Independence Day. And then there was a Spirits of Mexico, which which is the the big show in San Diego. And and I think I, I'm not sure if it was on the way out there or on the way back that we stopped to see you, and and that's how we, but but we had even been communicating a lot even before then. I I, I think we were both members of the um, Ian Chadwick Forum, the Blue Agave Forum, and I think that's where everybody kind of got to know each other. And this this thing about tequila tours, you weren't on the first tour with us, were you? So I went on the second tour, I think it was 2007, 2007. But um, in 2006, I actually, we had known each other a bit and I actually drove out from Boston area to Phoenix um, to move. It took me about 12 days. I actually stopped in New Mexico. We got together and had a few tequilas. I don't know if you were there. And I brought with me some uh, Siembra Azul that David Soro had given me from like one of the first batches. Incredible. So it's kind of my personal tequila tour across the country, which you later on perfected with the camper and everything else. But oh uh, yeah, geez, what a, what a mess that is! Now I got my camper sitting out here. It would, you, we're, ladies and gentlemen, we're in the middle of uh, this is this is the end of July. We're still quarantined in place. Uh, everything is still up in the air. You know, people in the service industry, uh, restaurants, bars, places that we're so used to. We would congregate, you know, that, that have long histories. Um, and and so we were all set to, right at March, we were all set to, to go camping and just, you know, take a couple of weeks off. We were working really hard uh, for a couple of years. And then everything came to a screeching halt. And uh, I got to say, I, I can't, I, I don't know how many times I, I recommended uh, people who were going to New York to visit y- you at Agave because everybody that I that I sent there was so happy to meet you and you had taken a lot of pictures. If you look, at, if you follow Jason on on his on his uh, Facebook, there's a lot of pictures of him. You were the bar manager at these very and and you know you were part of that cocktail um, that cocktail trend that really became this wave. You know, uh, you were a big part of that in in that town, and it's hard to do. You know, New York and in that part of the area, um, to 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 really educate and and I think a lot of um, a lot of people like David Soro uh, were were guests at your uh, in your establishment. You know that that gave talks and things like that. So you were a big part of that. I mean, I know it was going on, but but there were certain certain bars and restaurants where where that was happening a lot and yours was one of them well my first mission at those in those days 2010 to like 2014 was really to get to bring in great tequilas mezcals the cocktails were just a gradual kind of like you know um 
just a natural progression. But when I first started there, as coming from the kitchen, but I was more um, experienced with tasting tequila, and I kind of had that knowledge. And that's where I started to bring in better tequilas um, that they hadn't seen before at Agave, and then getting together with the Spirits of Mexico and that sort of thing and hosting events. But we had um, some great times, and, and thank you for sending those people because there's some great memories. But we also had, like, I remember one time, you know, Chris Milligan, who I met at the New Mexico Tequila Intimate Tequila Tasting Experience, Chris Milligan came, I think I just worked six or seven nights in a row, and I, it was like a Saturday. I somehow got the night off and spent my spend it with my family, and I couldn't even make it down to Agave. I felt bad, but there was times where people would text me or call me. It's like, I'm here. Are you here? And I'm, I'm here like six, five nights a week, and I just happened to miss you. But overall, we had so many great um, experiences with people coming from all over. And, and then just people who love tequila coming from all over the world and visiting. And well, we a great reputation for having a great selection at first the selection was so big i had to kind of like pare it down a little and then after a while it got really really good well you know you you turned every place that jason worked in he he, he made it what what is known now as a destination location you know and and like i say outside of this pandemic uh every place that 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 he was in just improved and and the reputation and and the, the cocktails, you know, your your menu, you uh, we're if you're looking at those bottles behind behind your his left shoulder, those are those are ones we're going to taste um, uh, shortly. They're each going to have their own separate video as we do as we do. And and when we, I was confronted with these tequilas, I said, you know, I can't think of a better palate to throw this at than you because. Don't be surprised you start throwing the kitchen sink at you because the, the beauty of what you do is your creativity. Do you find it that's what was more creative for you? Was it on the cooking side or was it on the mixology side of this 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 whole trend? Um, well, since I was younger as, as a cook, I really spent all those years in my 20s learning and growing and exper experiencing. And then as I got a little older, I took that experience and started to get creative with it in the bar. So now it's just second nature to me. So I can see like, I'll just be sitting around and think like, I have this beans. Um, we used to do, I'm thinking of the saguaro cactus that you see everywhere when you go outside in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And we used to have this uh, mesquite bean molasses. We used to have the saguaro blossom syrup that we would use at Kai, one of the fine dining restaurants I used to cook at. Oh so it was a small little bottle of syrup, and it would just dot the plate, but it would add a you know boost of flavor. So using ingredients like that, I worked with like the chef Michael O'Dowd. He's a New York guy. He had worked for Boulet, and he was wildly creative. He was a big inspiration for me, um, uh, Michael O'Dowd. So he um, he he had an un parallel creativity in the kitchen and that was one of the few, last few places I cooked before I started diving headfirst into the tequila bar so um the creativity now is it's a uh, part of who I am it's pretty awesome it feels uh I feel like I can throw a few things together if I if I need to yeah I'm like, I'm all waiting for someone to ask uh, who, who needs a drink you know <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I make drinks for my neighbor and they don't expect it or you know a mailman gave him a sparkling water. That's all I could really get <laughs> in trouble, you know. The, the the interesting thing is that Jay Jay and I will 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 text each other you know, occasionally, not not all the time, but but it 
for those of you who have read my, the kosher book that that um that initially that was just a a, a big huge article in uh, in tequila aficionado but when uh, when lisa joined us it it turned it, she said you know let's turn this into a book and it became well the original uh the original question how i started off the book came from you he sent me a text one day and he says hey aside from such and such and such and such tequila what other kosher ones do we have and i said that's a great question. Who wants to know? And he goes, a rabbi. <laughs> and, and so the next thing I, you know, I started doing research on this whole thing. And it turned into this monster, you know, and I didn't realize how much of a, of a business it is and, and, um, and how, how important it has become. Um, and that was all due to Jason, just, you know, just a simple text. And that's the, that's the kind of thing that it's the kind of relationship that we both have. So, when we were confronted with these tequilas, I said, I want to throw these at Jason because I, you know, we have this is this year, you know, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic right now, this 2020 has been the largest, the hugest um, launch for Agave Spirits in general. And I'm not talking just tequila. We, we have talked this year since since before January, because we we do these tastings uh, probably late December so that they, so that we get a head start in January of the following year. So we have had Ricea, Bacanora, Sotol. We've had we've had a Sotol that's outside the denomination of origin that's called Palmia. Uh, I'm expecting uh, uh, worldwide. Oh, uh, we've tasted one from uh, from Peru, uh, one from Ecuador, and and so it's this this thing has exploded and. And you know the the brands, the things were, the wheels were in motion. Some of these brands are in the pipeline, you know, anywhere from two to five years, and they're set to launch. So regardless of whether they can, you know, how their their marketing plans were set out to to do a lot of uh, event tastings and 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 things like that, all that came to a halt. But for us. We still are doing what we're doing, and there are still brands out there who are wanting the attention and 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 needing to launch, and and they're coming to us. So I needed your help. Thank you so much for saying yes. <laughs> and thanks for bringing uh, me into the family. You know, I we've known each other a long time. I'm excited to get more involved. But I just heard about a brand new Bacanora that has like Arizona connections from a good friend, uh, Noah, who works at Elio for. Um, in Las Vegas, that's the new um, uh, Rich. Uh, what's his name? The chef from um, uh, um, Atla in New York. Um, Not sure, man. You know, you know all those. You know all those people personally. I, I, you know, <laughs> Enrique Olvera. Okay. Cosme in New York City, and he has uh -huh. restaurants in Mexico City. Um, he has a newer place in Las Vegas now called Elio. It's a, a kind of a high-end Mexican restaurant. My friend is working as a sommelier there, doing mostly mezcals, high-end mezcal. It's a pretty cool, pretty cool position. Right now, they're only open a couple days a week. Hopefully, they'll have a good future. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that uh, you know people wear their masks and and stay distant and and keep watching us because when y'all are ready to you know hit the road again and when things open up for us, you'll know. Ready if I need oh, it. Check you out. Look at that. <laughs> I don't have to. Uh, <laughs> if I go where I'm ready, it's been in my pocket. So. Dude, I love that it that it matches your shirt, man. <laughs> the tequila aficionado T-shirt. So I need that new orange and purple. That I saw the purple one. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got 
I've got a, a long sleeve red one, and I've got a black one, and a white one. I've got an orange one. I had that bright, that bright, uh, you know, uh, 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 county jail orange. I'm gonna put in a water later. Maybe I'll try. I might try to send you some cocktails in the mail. Trade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, that's our interview with Jason Silverman. But stick with us because we are going to have. We're going to try and dissect this new tequila 21 seeds so stick with us jay thanks again for saying yes man i so appreciate it we're going to be throwing the kitchen sink at you um but anyway th th that's our interview on a special sipping off the cuff we used to call these open bars but but i've been told that we shouldn't call them that anymore i don't know why but uh anyway whatever you do tomar sabiamente <laughs> sip wisely my friends <laughs>